At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. It's the Friday before Conference Championship Sunday. Everybody's pumped up about that, Amal. And I want I want to delve into these games because we haven't talked about them yet this week. So we'd like to get get our thoughts on it. A couple of couple different props, though, that we haven't discussed already, and then we'll. We'll get into some college basketball, some hockey, some Australian Open, maybe a little Africa Cup of Nations. I thought you were very excited because it's the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Great challenge. Best two conferences going to college basketball. Absolutely. We'll preview those games, our anticipated lines, and which way we would go on them as well. Um, no real updates in terms of point spread movement here in the two championship games. Sunday, noon Pacific, 2 o'clock local time, Arrowhead Stadium. It's the AFC Championship game, Amal. For the fourth consecutive year at Arrowhead, I don't think you can make too big a deal out of that fact. No, I would agree with you completely. And think about the loss that they had. That was one that really could have gone either way. Uh, the offsides was huge. Remember, Brady completed, what was it, four third and tens on that Is drive? That it was, it was wow. third and nine, third and ten, either three or four of them. I mean, they had they had many chances to get off the field there. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that drive ever since right. your son had that performance in Week 18 against the Raiders. Justin Herbert's uh, absolute epic performance. Which was a better football game? The Raiders-Chargers, the last game of the year, or Bills-Chiefs uh, last week? Not close in my book. Raiders-Chargers. Yeah. I, I understand <laughs> because the playoffs and because of the finish, but I thought the, the job they did in the fourth quarter and then the overtime scenarios, everything, the way it played out, it was unbelievable. They had to convert seven straight fourth downs to keep that game alive. Wow, Think about amazing. that. That's amazing. And then, and then the whole tie scenario made it, yeah, made it so amazing. Uh, the number sits at seven. Uh, now juice up to 120. Remember yesterday it had moved from 110 to 115. Uh, now up to 120. First question, do you think it gets to seven and a half? Well, at this point it appears to be the case. Uh, I, I think that's something that could potentially occur here when you look at this one and getting to seven and a half. I, it's, it's a bad for the books. It's tough for the books to get off that seven and a half. I, don't you think you'll get immediate buyback on the Bengals when it gets to seven and a half? What are you waiting for seven and a half for? Take the seven here. Yeah, I know you like the Chiefs. I'm just I telling like you right now, Joey B is going to come up and play. He had a great response. He said, are you worried about the crowd in the Arrowhead Stadium? He's like, I played in the SEC. And I, you know as much as I hate the SEC in football, I hate to admit that. He's absolutely right. Playing in College Station, he knows what it sounds like for the other team in Baton Rouge. He's been to Tuscaloosa. He's won in Tuscaloosa. Do you mean to tell me that the atmosphere and all of the stadiums in the F SEC is a tougher place to play than Arrowhead on Sunday? Not every stadium, but there are definitely stadiums that are louder, more difficult. I'll tell you one thing. Pitching on Friday night in the SEC is <laughs> going to be louder than any Major League Baseball regular season game. 
Well, I mean, you got only about three teams that sell out. The Red Sox, Yankees, if it's the Red Sox, and the Dodgers in the between, the sec- <laughs> between the second and seventh innings. Um, realistically, Amal, I know you don't share my belief that this would be a monumental upset and shock if the Chiefs, Chiefs lost. But how much of a realistic chance do you give the Bengals to win this game? Is plus 280 a fair price to take on them on the money line? I thought it should be about, uh, actually, it's 10 cents over what I had it at, 270. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be $3.270. Uh, where are going to be the numbers here, but I, I think it's a fairly uh, reasonable price. Here's why I don't see it as a monumental upset. And I know I'm comparing different eras because there wasn't the free agency back then. When you look at the 49ers teams and the Cowboys teams and their dominance, Mike, you never thought you were going into Irving or into a candlestick and going to win those games. I mean, when you look at this Kansas City team, what they've been able to do has been amazing because of really three guys on offense. Mahomes, obviously, Hill, and Kelsey. But on the flip side, the in my opinion, the Bengals have the better running game. The receivers, I, I know they may not be there yet, but Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are going to a, what appears to be a tremendous and terrific combination. We know Joe Burrow is projecting on a tremendous trajectory. So if you've got those things there, you've got a real opportunity. Here's a prop we won't cover here, but I'm, I'll, I want you to set the line. Number of times Joe Burrow will be sacked on Sunday. I'm going to say over under four and a half. I was going to say four. I'm uh, going to go under. Yeah. Yeah. You would. Yes. This is not Tennessee. Okay. If Joe Burrow gets sacked three times or less, I think they have a shot in the game. I, think I would he agree will, with I you. think he will get sacked more than four times. I'm going to tell you the key for Cincinnati. Here's the number. Turnover margin, zero or one, have a chance. Two or more, loss. By They lose the spread, too. I believe that to be the case for the 49ers as well. Uh, I don't completely subscribe to that. Because you think the Rams will turn the ball over as well? Maybe, but the, my argument is this. I think San Francisco is one of the most complete football teams minus the quarterback situation here. Look, I know I've been critical of Garoppolo, but if Garoppolo doesn't make crucial mistakes, I think they're going to be a tough, tough out. And I don't just mean this week. I mean two weeks again in SoFi. If you look at this team, they have, you know what? Debo Samuel is the best playmaker in the NFL right now. And nobody, uh, you know, there's a couple of guys, maybe Derrick Henry and a few other guys, but who runs harder than this guy? And then, you know, Kittle's been missing in action the last two weeks. He's due for a breakout game. This could be the game where he gets. The one thing, though, keep an eye on Cooper Cup. I think his total's over 102.5. I'd go over. Averaging two, uh, 120 yards per game against San Francisco this year. Two games, 240 yards. I want to talk. Let's stay on the AFC and talk uh, alternate point spreads. Uh, we know the number is set at seven. Um if you like the Bengals, but you don't think that they're going to win, you can get some plus prices. Say, uh, if you want to take them plus three and a half, it's plus 160. Plus four is plus 155. Plus four and a half, plus 145. Any of those numbers interest you? Yeah, the plus four and a half at 145. Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. uh, run the three and a half and four numbers. I just back. gave you the relevant ones. The, yeah, no, no, the no, range no, no, is all the way from. Yeah, no, forget all that. I'm uh, saying the three and a okay, half and the four. Okay, three and a half is plus 160. Yeah, and the other one. Plus four is plus 155, and plus four and a half is plus 145. Take the 145 mm-hmm. at four and a half. If, if you're like me and you think it might be a tighter game. Um, excuse me. I, I think that, look, Kansas City's defense, the one thing that got overlooked in that game. They weren't really slowing down the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I make this argument. I had Kansas City last weekend. Had Buffalo won the coin toss, I lose my play. I'm going to tell you something, Amal, and I, I might have mentioned this earlier this week. If this game were in Orchard Park, I'd be more confident in the Bills than in Kansas City because weather would become a factor. That, and I, I just think that 
Josh Allen, what he was able to do running the football, I, I got to tell you, hmm. I was not as big of a believer. My opinion changed on Josh Allen after that game. I said, this guy's a dude. This guy's right up there among the guys in the NFL. I mean, they went through a, a bad stretch there in the season where yeah. they lost to Jacksonville. And, and, the, and the first game played strangely in the circling wins there against the Patriots. He's been terrific the last couple of especially the second trip to New England, yes. the playoff game against New England, and last week, he's been dominant. Absolutely. Uh, let's switch to the alternate totals in the 49ers, or alternate spreads in the 49ers-Rams game. This is the second game uh, on Sunday from SoFi in Los Angeles, a, a quasi-home game for the Rams, although there'll probably be more 49ers. Remember in, the first, in, the, in this matchup in Week 18, the Rams had to go silent count because the 49er fans were so loud in the second half. I actually <laughs> thought if I didn't see the stadium in New SoFi, I would have thought it was a home game for the 49ers. I didn't see any blue jerseys. There are more 49ers fans there than there are up north. <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> anyhow uh, some alternate point spreads. And you're of the you're, you're although you have Rams tickets here, yeah. you like the 49ers, you like them in each playoff matchup. Let, let's talk about it from this perspective. Uh, it's, it's three and a half is the line. If you take them just plus three, the 49ers, plus 105, um, plus one, plus 145, minus one, plus 160. The full range here for yeah. those who are watching on vcid.com. I, I, I'm, no, I'm looking at it right now. The one that intrigues me is the plus three at plus 105. Um, how about the, what's, what's their money line number? Uh, on the game itself? Yeah. Uh, put that, can you put the board up straight on the game? Let me uh, see what this money line number here is. Because the reason why is the alternate spread. I, I, think, it's, one. I think it's plus 150. Um, okay, on, so on, see, it's 155. Yeah. So the mm -hmm. minus one is plus 160. You can take that one as well. So the plus 155 yeah. is better off. I'd rather have that than the Or on one. the opposite side, if you'd like some protection and not go all the way up on a teaser, plus 7.5 minus $2 on the 49ers. I, I don't like that play particularly unless you're because if I'm going to tease it, I want to get to that 10, 10 and a half. And with the Bengals, I want to get to 14. How about the Rams minus six and a half plus 125? The Rams minus, minus six, six and, and a half plus 125. If you like a minus seven and a half, it's I plus don't. 160. But I would, hey. the last number I would consider is six and a half. Listen, listen, stop trying to give me your bad numbers here. And I'm, I'm telling you I'm, what, I'm, I just, what bad <laughs> number I'm reading the draft. I'm going to tell you number. right now why. I'm telling you right now. I think the 49ers are winning this game. Why do I want to lay six and a half with this? So team? then it, will your hedge be more than half of what your tickets, your, your payout's going to be? If you I didn't believe it. No, because I don't right. I just, uh, let me finish. I said, all right. All right. All right. Because not Michael Lombardi here. Okay. We can have reasonable <laughs> discourse. Um, because I still think, look, I think they have a great chance to win. I think they're going to cover three and a half, but I, I believe the Rams have an opportunity. You, you know me, I hate going against revenge, right? Like if, if this were a play I didn't have on the futures, mm -hmm. I would not bet the 49ers, even though I think they're going to win because I think it's, I know Frank made a point earlier this week about, oh, you can beat a three team, three teams, a team three times in a season. But I think these two teams are fairly even. This is not like somebody playing Jacksonville three times, in my opinion. Um, so that's why I'm not as confident necessarily saying that the Rams won't win or can't win the game. If the Rams won by 10, would you be shocked? I wouldn't use the word shocked, but I would definitely be surprised. If the 49ers won by a touchdown, would you be surprised? No. Okay. You think the 49ers are a better football team than the Rams right now? I think the Rams are at their peak of confidence with Matthew Stafford, but I also think the San Francisco 49ers are peaking at the right time. Is this NFC championship game a neutral site game? 
Yes, it is. Well, if we're going to be honest, it's 60-40 it's, 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 for San Francisco. Yeah, I think it's a, a strict neutral site game. Yeah, I'm with you. And we never get this in a conference championship. No, you don't. You always have the factor of the home team built in, the home crowd. You know, the third down, the loudness on third downs to distract the offense will be more in favor of the 49ers when they're on defense than the Rams when they're on defense. And the LA crowd will make an appearance if they take a lead. Well, the, the stars will all be there. Your friends. <laughs> if you've missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights. Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Hope, Coast Hoops, and many, many, many more. They are all free and available now at vston.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Next up, more Prop Talk. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, and Amal's personal favorite citrus. I'm waiting for the other seven still, Amal. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. We're talking conference championship Sunday. A couple more props I want to cover uh, Amal here. And I thought it was interesting, the look-ahead lines uh, released by DraftKings for the possible Super Bowl matchups. The most likely, according to the odds on these games, uh, Rams-Chiefs. This game, remember, will be at SoFi, so home game for the Rams if, if they're in it. Chiefs favored by two and a half. Your thoughts on that line? Yeah, initially I looked at it and I was I looked at these lines this morning mm. and I thought, oh, that's fairly cheap, uh, cheap, excuse me, cheap on the uh, on the Chiefs. But you know, to me, the Rams defense could slow down this Kansas City offense, and I think they'll be mm -hmm. able to move the ball against Kansas City defense. They played a great Monday night game a couple of years ago. Remember, 50, 53, 51, 51, something, something like yeah, that. 54, 51, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
give me three on the Rams in that game, and I'm taking it. Uh, I would agree I, with you. Right? Um, here's the interesting one, and it's only a half-point difference. Chiefs 49ers is three. I tell you, uh, that surprised me a little bit. I thought it would be three and a half. Yeah, I did too. Maybe even four. They're giving no. You know what the thing is though? They're giving the Rams the credit for the home field, but it's not. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm not the one who set the line, but it's not. Uh, and then on the other side, should the Bengals win? Rams three and a half point favorite over the Bengals. Forty Niners two and a half point favorite over the Bengals. Um, you know when you look at this, I'm not surprised by that Rams Bengals line. The 49ers Bengals number should be three, but um, two and a half. Remember these two teams met earlier this year. Uh, Rams, excuse me, the Bengals losing to the 49ers in Cincinnati. Better defense, Rams or 49ers? Uh, Rams. Not by much. Not by much, no. Not by much. Because um, their oh, secondary is better. Okay. Um, we talked about p- passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards as props yesterday. I don't want to hit those again. How about the highest scoring game on Sunday? This is interesting. Um, Bengals Chiefs minus 225. 49ers Rams plus 175. I actually looked at this on the plus side. Um, I don't agree with you there. I think that's 20, 24, 20, you know, 27, 21 type of game. I think this Bengals Chiefs game is going to be high scoring. You do. I, I really do. I think, you know, last week it came down to the fourth down play by the Bills. If they don't get it, the game doesn't go over. Both these two Sunday games could have been unders. If Absolutely. Not, if not for miracle comebacks. Well, no, in the Kansas City game, if. Josh Allen doesn't, doesn't score. convert the fourth down. We don't wind up with 21 right. additional points after and, that. And if Cam Akers doesn't fumble and the Rams pick up a first down, it finishes the game. That yeah, game finishes under as You're well. Right, absolutely. 27-20. Yeah, I wouldn't have not, uh, I would not have wanted to be in either situation. I believe I lean under on the Chiefs Bengals game, and I think the 49ers Rams is going over. I think this number is artificially low because of the the, the score of the game in in, in Lambeau. In, in bad weather conditions there. They're playing in a dome here. That's fair. I think there's going to be points in this game on both sides. I, that, you know, look, I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. argue on that one because, I, 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 like I said, I lean towards the under, mm-hmm. but I don't say that with any kind of confidence on that one. But I just think, Mike, I'm telling you, the one point you do bring up that's pretty good is that Zach Taylor tried to control Stop. the clock. The one point I bring up that's pretty good. That's it? That's the only thing? Well, this is the 100th episode. Of odds on. That's the one thing I brought up that's pretty good. This week, but here's the problem. Oh, this it's, week. Not it's, even this show. No, not even this show. Just Great. The, the, but it's in your defense, it's not your fault. I just didn't listen to the other points you made. Yeah. I'll take Michael <laughs> Lombardi and the public defender defending me here. How, how about By this the way, one? You want, where do you want to be sentenced? Folsom how, or uh, how about, Pelican Bay? <laughs> how about lowest scoring team Sunday? 49ers plus 150. Bengals plus 225. Rams plus 275. Chiefs plus $8. What an outlier of a price that <laughs> yeah, is. It is. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're begging you. They're begging you to take the Chiefs. It's hard to believe that'll be the case, but I mean, eight to one. Eight to one. one. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought the? You said it last weekend. Who would have thought the Packers would be the lowest scoring team right? of the weekend? Never. Eight game. I mean, eight teams. Well, you could make the argument because of weather that it, that it could have been. That's fair. It could That's have been fair. Involved, but what uh, if Mahomes got hurt on the first play eight, of the game? Yeah. Well, then it then it becomes minus one eighty. <laughs> uh, and final one. Total points scored on Championship Sunday over over under one hundred and a half is a pick of minus one ten. This is shocking to me that the juice is only ten cents. Um, <laughs> over one hundred points, one hundred and a half, and one hundred one. So for okay. the two two games combined, obviously you have to. The variance is always to the over when you do a grand salami or whatever, right? Because there can, there has to be three points, and and there's no limit to the number of points. I don't I don't generally make these types of bets, but I think I might bet this one on Sunday. 
You're going to bet over. Yeah, I'm going to bet over because I, I, I really don't have any... I'm, I'm pulling for the Rams, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't have any action on these games. Uh, I, I probably end up taking Cincinnati. Even, I like the side. I still am concerned about Kansas City being potentially able to blow them out. But I'd love to see an offensive shootout in both games. Absolutely. I agree with you there. Okay, let's switch our attention to a little bit of uh, college basketball. Is that okay, Amal? You know it's always okay to talk All about right. basketball. All right. Um, Mountain West tonight, for uh, three matchups we can talk about here, including one of the teams that I've been, I've been betting and had my eye on, Boise State, they're going to Fresno uh, tonight, Amal. Boise is 7-0 and in league play, the only undefeated team, a half game ahead of Colorado State and 16-4 and overall. Fresno comes in at 4-2, and 14-5 and in league play. This game's going to be at 8 o'clock Pacific time uh, on FS1 tonight. This game on the overnight, Amal, was a pick. Boise up to now 1.5 or 2 in some spots with a total 119. I'll tell you right now, there's only one thing you need to know about this game, and here's why you should play Boise, and I just noticed this. Orlando Robinson's going to be a game-time decision, the center for uh, Fresno State. He is, I I don't want to insult the other guys on the team, but he is the entire team. Without him, this team is in trouble. Seven-footer can put it on the floor, can, you know, inside, outside, doesn't make a difference. He can do it all. Mike, if for some reason he's unable to go, or is he ineffective, I think Boise runs them out of Fresno at the Save March Center. I think this game can be completely one-sided. I would lay the two, and then if you don't like the position as the game progresses, uh, take the in-play on uh, Fresno State. You know what's interesting what you say is here's why you should play Boise. I already did. I actually got this game on the overnight at a pick but I'd play it at two as well. Uh, I, I like Boise. I like their ability to defend, and to your point uh, about the Fresno State center, I think if he doesn't go, that this game this game could be a double-digit road win for them. I would agree really. with you, and I think if it could confirmed he doesn't play, I think we see this number pop five. up five. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. All right, the early game tonight, 3 o'clock Pacific time, is between um, Wyoming and Air Force. This game is coming to you uh, from the Clune Arena in Colorado Springs. Wyoming, only one loss in league play as well at 4-1. and one. That loss was against uh, uh, Colorado State at Colorado State. They're four and one, fifteen and three overall. Air Force, a very methodical team, three and four, uh, ten and eight overall. Wyoming, pretty big number on the road here. Amal Lane seven with a total of one twenty-seven. Yeah, Wyoming looking to get back on track here. They had a tough loss by three points the other night up in uh, Boise against the Broncos. But I'm telling you right now, this Wyoming team is pretty good. I don't like the number of seven on the road. But um, I think Gabe E.K. could have a big day inside. Just don't really see anyone slowing him down on the uh, interior for Air Force. And when Wyoming is really knocking down shots, I mean, you can say that about every team, but more so with them because how they can play inside out, I think they become far more dangerous. So uh, stay away on this game, but I could see potentially the Broncos running away. I'm mean, excuse me, the Cowboys running away on this one. And then finally, we have UNLV at Colorado State tonight. UNLV 3-4 and four in Mountain West play, 11-9 and nine overall. Colorado State at one time ranked in the top 25 of them all, uh, but they did suffer that loss. They are now 6-1, and 16-1 overall on the season. Colorado State laying 15 here at Moby Arena with a total of 143. Yeah, I would actually go with UNLV here. I think it's a big number in a conference game. You know, Just moved 2.5 points from 12.5 on the overnight. Well, I'm not surprised, but when you get to this number, Mike, it becomes hard. Now, now you're in a situation where in garbage time you can get beat. Um, I would take UNLV, but I'll tell you, Colorado State can really shoot the ball. We'll see what David Roddy does. Didn't have a tremendous game against Nevada last week or earlier this week. By the way, what a gift that was. They're down seven at the break. Stevens is struggling to shoot the ball. Uh, Roby's not done anything. Or Roddy's not done anything at this point in time. And they come out in the second half, and we know Steve Alford's on that bench at UNR. <laughs> Felt pretty good when I, I looked over at Steve. Inability to call timeouts or make any changes. 
You're not high on Alfred. Well, I would suggest at some point in time I was actually a believer in him, even to 1%. Would you rather have the UNR coach or the USC coach? I would rather have Andy <laughs> Enfeld. Oh, my God, that's a great question. I'm going with Andy Enfeld because at least he's proven himself to get to the Elite Eight, uh, and his teams will defend. In Steve's case, I don't know what the hell they do. Uh, results last night, UCLA crushed Cal and covered that number. They did. Good second half under there. Barely got there, but got there. Yeah, it got there. Um Ohio State covers the number at Minnesota, pulling away in the second half. This Wisconsin closed nine in some spots. They were up 16 late, and Nebraska rallied. Wisconsin wins by eight. Big Red hits a three-pointer to get the cover in this one. By the way, I'm still kicking myself for not taking Stanford plus 11. What kind of disrespect is that to the Cardinals? I know what I'm mad at myself about uh, not taking Purdue last night. I try to tell you, Purdue down the road. They were 15 and a half at Mackey, two and a half at nine. The next time McCaffrey's team plays defense will be the first time. Incredible. All right, when we come back, a few more games from tonight and tomorrow's lineup in college basketball. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure Visa is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on Championship Weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on Visa.com, leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, Amal, so make plans now to join the Visa betting experts before, during, and after all the action on Visa.com. Welcome back in. Odds on. I'm all Shaw with Mike Palm. People don't prefer, excuse me, prepare for the bar exam this much. <laughs> A um, couple more college basketball games tonight, I'm all. In the A-10, Rhode Island at Dayton, 4 o'clock on ESPN2 from the University of Dayton Arena. Rhode Island comes in 3-3 three and three in the A-10, 12-6 overall. Dayton 5-2, and 13-7. Rhode Island's lost two in a row coming into this contest. Dayton has won 5-6, of six, including 68-61 over Fordham in their last game. Amal Dayton, Lane, six and a half at home with a total of 124.5. You know, I thought about taking this game... Um, Rhode Island can cause a little bit of problem for Dayton on the interior. They got some serious length there, but Mike, this team is not good. You know, losing that game at home against GW, they had a double-digit lead early on, had a chance to really pull away and put this one away, couldn't do it. I think Dayton wins this basketball game. I'm on the fence on laying the number here because UD's offense is inconsistent, but at UD Arena, this is a completely different team. All right, now we're going to talk about a game in the MAC involving a team you like, Toledo. Uh, you've used them before. They covered for you the other night at 4 o'clock Pacific time on CBS Sports, just like they were last Friday afternoon again at Ohio. They'll be hosting Akron. Akron 13-5 and five overall. Toledo 16-4. and four. Toledo here, one of the better shooting teams in Division One, Lane 7 at home with a total of 140. Yeah, you mentioned it. One of the things I love about this Rockets team, their top three scorers, uh, Ryan Rollins, who's been outstanding, averaging 20 points. But J.T. Shoemate, I mean, he is 48% from the three-point arc. But I'm, how, Rollins and uh, Shoemate at the end of games, Mike, over 80%. That's what you want guys going to the free-throw line to be able to cover numbers. i got to tell you, I've been wrong on this Akron team quite a bit this year. I did not think this team was that good. They've done a nice job sitting at 13-5. and They've won four in a row. Um, Both teams, I think, have won four in a row heading into this. Yeah, contest. but I'm going to tell you, I think the Toledo covers this game. They are tough in Toledo. And it's one of those teams, they're not going to blow you away. It's going to be like a slow methodical. It's like you look up at the 10-minute mark, you're up two, and then at halftime you're up four, kind of that type of victory for them. That's what they did against UB the other night. I actually don't have an opinion on the number, but I like the total over here a little bit, 140. 
Well, I wouldn't disagree with you from a Toledo standpoint if it plays to their style of play. Uh, Akron, if you you can't go compete with Toledo and win this game if you're trying to outscore them. Okay, terrific uh, games on the slate tomorrow in college basketball. I want to get quick thoughts from you on these. Obviously, we have the Big 12 SEC Challenge, and what a year to have it. Uh, these conferences so loaded. And we'll talk about some of those matchups, but I want to talk about um, Michigan-Michigan State first from the Breslin Center Mall. What do you think the line will be, and do you like it either side? I'm thinking the line is going to be about eight in favor of Sparty. Mm-hmm. Um, big number, but I think Michigan State gets the cover. Northwestern covered pretty easily. If we could have won that game the other night. Well, Northwestern did the same thing at the Breslin Center. Yeah. They got the win. I think Northwestern and Pete Nance are a far better team. Bo, uh, Boo Boo, he can really shoot the basketball. It's unfortunate. Collins' team's not going to make the tournament, but they're a pretty good team. I think Michigan is in serious peril of making the NCAA tournament. Mike, they need this game if they're going to get in. I don't think they're going to be able to win the game at the Breslin Center. Michigan State gets the W. Yeah, Michigan, as to your point, of in serious trouble. They're only 10-7 and seven overall, and if they finish in the bottom half of the Big Ten, they aren't making the tournament. Well, look, they've got losses against Seton Hall. Arizona absolutely dusted them. Mm-hmm. North Carolina beat them by 21. I mean, they do have the win against San Diego State. Um that's about that was it. at home. Yeah, that was at home. And then, of course, you beat Maryland. You, beat, you won at Indiana. That's their best win of the yeah. season, at Indiana. And then Northwestern. They got, they've got won three in a row, but still, um, Michigan State wins the basketball game. Not going to lay the eight here. I think that'll be the number. We were both on Providence uh, at Xavier yep. the other night. They got the job done first. Out to a quick start in that game, up by a dozen in, in Cincinnati. They go home to host Marquette tomorrow. Tell you what, Marquette is playing extremely mm-hmm. well. Nobody's talking about what this team has been able to do. And uh, actually, I think that game's on Sunday. Okay. Uh, but uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. you got two teams near the top of the league. Providence right now sitting in first place in the league. I'm going to think this line, what was Marquette the other night at Seton Hall? Six? I think this line's going to be about four, four and a half. Not going to play it, but I think at Dunkin' Donuts, uh, this team has been extremely tough. I think PC finds a way. Reeves and Watson and company get it done. You're right. 9.30 on Sunday morning. That's Pacific time. 12.30 there uh, in the East. All right, let's get to the showdown. Let's start out with LSU at TCU. Going with them Tigers. On the road, that defense is going to stymie Jamie Dixon's team. I know it's on the road. It's hard to take a team there. I think they'll be laying about two, maybe two and a half. That all? Maybe What was Texas? Two and a half? Texas was two and a half. Yeah, somewhere around there. Maybe three max. Okay. It's a road game. You're not going to listen. If they're laying more than that, no way you can take LSU in that spot on the road. But I like them laying a short number here. This is going to be one of the few losses for the Big 12. That game goes at 9 a.m. Pacific time on ESPN2. All right. Oklahoma at Auburn. That game's at 11 o'clock on ESPN. Well, I wish this was a football matchup. Oklahoma, excuse me, the Sooners would have a much better chance. Auburn's going to crush them. I, I just think, you mentioned it several times this week, that atmosphere, people on top of you, this team with Kessler, he's going to really be a problem for this Oklahoma offense inside. I think when you look at OU, uh, Groves has done a tremendous job, Tanner Groves. I think he's going to really struggle to score inside tomorrow. I like uh, Auburn in this game. I expect the line to be 11 or 12. Not going to be thrilled about laying it, but I, I think Auburn wins comfortably. Right after that game on ESPN, number four, Baylor at Alabama. I'm going with the Bears here. I love this Baylor team. I've been high on them all year. I think they win this game against your Alabama Crimson Tide. This team has struggled in the inside in the interior. Baylor's defense will be the difference in this game, in my opinion. I think they will stymie the Crimson Tide offense, despite the fact this game is in Tuscaloosa. I like the Bears. They're probably laying about two, two and a half, or three. I like Baylor on the road. Okay. And the game you're really looking forward to um, at 3 o'clock on ESPN that follows that game 
Number 12, Kentucky at the fog against number five, Kansas. So it's funny. I was on a show this morning. We were talking about this, and I, I honestly said, KU's got the second best home court advantage in college basketball. If the line is under three and a half, I would take KU. But if it's more than that, I can't. I would probably look at Kentucky if you get four and a half or more uh, at four, probably staying away. Mike, I, Kentucky's got some injuries right now. Ty Ty Washington banged up. Sharon Sharp banged up. That hurts you if you're Kentucky. But I think Oscar Sheebway is going to absolutely dominate Mitch Lightfoot and, and uh, David McCormick inside. And then can you slow down Ochi Agbaji? If you can slow him down, I think Kentucky's got a great shot to go get a road win. Wheeler is going to be an interesting matchup, especially if he's going up against Remy Martin. Martin's playing time has been inconsistent. But I, I'm telling you right now, in my opinion, this is the best game of the day. I can't wait for this one. 3 o'clock on ESPN2, that specific time. Mississippi State at number 13, Texas Tech. You know, I don't know what this number is going to be. I'm really curious to find out. Seven. That, I was going to say eight. Okay. Uh, but um, I'm guessing. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, we yeah, don't know the line. Right. There's no look ahead yet. I tell you right now, if it's under eight, you like tech. I do like tech. Yeah, that I like defense. Tech. I think this could be a route. I do too. I think they will overwhelm them with this defense. Well, I think also you're going to get a bit of an overreaction to what happened in Lexington. Yeah. You know, Kentucky was really dominating that game for about 30 minutes. Uh, Texas Tech is a good team, particularly at home so far this year, 12 and 0. And Mississippi State in true road games this year, folks, 0 and 3. Ricky Barnes gets to take <laughs> his Tennessee Volunteers ranked 18th. Back to the Irwin Center where all those boasters ran him out of town for Shaka Smart. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> How do you like it now? <laughs> Nobody can coach in the in the shadow of Jody Conrad. But anyhow, uh, what do you make the number? Or, or what do you make the number on this game? This is a good game. It's a great going game. Going under the radar a little bit oh, because it's a Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think the number on this game is Texas three. Mm. What do you think it is? Yeah, two and a half. Okay. Calm calm down, buddy. Um, two and a half total. I'm going to say 125, 126. You like a side if it's three? I'm going with big orange, not burnt orange. Not burnt orange. Big orange. Big orange. You think they win this game out? Right? I do because I think they are a little bit better offensively. The Who does pro- it mean more to? Oh, to Ricky Barnes. Let me tell you something. I, I can tell you this. I, I am a Rick Barnes fan. I know a lot of people are not fans of his or his coaching ability. Yeah. May not be the best coach, but his teams play defense. And I'll tell you right now. They will be ready for this basketball game. They know what it means to him. They they will be ready, and I think Tennessee goes in to Austin and gets a rare win in the Big Twelve against the Big Twelve here. I think the Big Twelve wins the challenge, but um, I like Tennessee here on the road. Stanford shocked the world at the Galen Center last night and beat USC. Correction, they only shocked Andy Enfeld. Now they get to stay in LA and take on UCLA on Saturday night at six thirty. Well, the line's probably going to be about 12, yeah. 13. I said 12 and a half, so you're right there. Yeah, I like um, I like Stanford in the points. I think the Bruins win the game. Bruins are a complete basketball team. I, I tell you what, Mike, I watched that game last night. The best thing happened in this basketball team, Johnny Juzang missing the game last night. Peyton Watson was more assertive, and you can see why this guy's going to eventually be. I think he should come back for one more year and work on his skills, but he's going to be a stud. Team, you talked about 24th-ranked Illinois at Welsh Ryan taking on Northwestern 130 on the Big Ten Network. Come on, man. You're asking me a game. No, I want center? you to make the, num- the, oh, num- the number. Uh, the number here. The number's going to be uh, probably five and a half or six. Illinois will lay five and a half on the road here? No. Northwestern. This oh, is North- Northwestern, oh, sorry, not, sorry, not sorry, Wisconsin. Sorry. sorry, I was thinking Wisconsin. You- oh, Illinois is going to be a road favorite here. But you better check if Andre Cabello and if um, the big man uh, Kofi Coburn are back in the lineup here. Sorry, I was thinking that Wisconsin. Yeah. If they are in the lineup, what's Illinois? Two and a half, three? No, probably about four. four, Yeah. I'd take four with Northwestern in this. It's a good team. This is a big rivalry game. Absolutely right. Yeah. All right. 
All right, when we come back, we have a lot to cover. We'll get them all in. The Palm Reader Playbook. We'll talk Aussie Open, a little NHL, and maybe some Africa Cup of Nations. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Uh, I just saw that Ben Fox will once again be on the New York City podcast with uh, Will Hill, so my advice is caveat emptor. All right, let's get to the plays. 3-0 and yesterday. You were 2-0. and I had the singular winner with uh, the Zags. They covered the 28. 8-2 and over the last two days for the D's nuts. Yeah, uh, easy winner last night on Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. Never really got a chance. Jump out of the gate 10 nothing. And then uh, North Texas makes a push in the second half, but never got they, there. They, I didn't think they ever threatened to cover that number. You I, were right. I, I, it was way too big. Good, too, good too, on you, Amal. Good too. on you. Stay hot, my friend. There's a lot of games this weekend. we got the NFC Championship, AFC Championship. We've got hockey, NBA, terrific day of college basketball. Let's have it. All the plays. Are you done now that you're going to be sarcastic? Because I, well, I didn't know what you owe. Oh, oh, you, like, oh you have a play. That's good. Go ahead. I'll tell you what, man. Thank God it's Friday. Um, Ohio versus Buffalo over 150 and a half here. Uh, this Buffalo team, I mean, it seems like they get paid by the uh, jump shot they take within 15 seconds of the shot clock. It's unbelievable how quickly they want to go. I think the Bobcats should be able to score at will in this game. Vanderpool should go over 20 in this one. I like this game over the total of 150 and a half. Uh, by the way, I did not put in the playbook because I hadn't had a number yet. I did see it uh, in other places, but not readily available here in Nevada, so I didn't want to post it. Love Daniil Medvedev Saturday night against Rafa. Here, here it's listed at minus 195. Okay, I, I would lay it. As well as Rafa's played, he's, he's facing a different animal in Daniel. Will you play Medvedev in, in three or four sets? I will not because okay. Rafa's capable of pushing it with his, with his ability and tenacity, and the whole crowd will be obviously pro-Rafa because he's got a chance now to go for number 21. Remember, Medvedev prevented Novak from getting to 21. Can he do it to Rafa? Uh, he uh, uh, shut up Stefano up last night. Now... <laughs> 
Check out that video if you haven't seen what Mike's talking about on YouTube. Medvedev and Tsitsipas. Um, Barty Collins, women's final. I'm looking forward to this. I might take a little piece of Danielle freaking Collins. I see. I I agree with you. Look, (laughs) this is the most ridiculous stat I've ever seen. Ash Barty's been broken once in this whole tournament. That that's just insanity. And if you go back to the opening round when she lost the first set to Coco Gauff, she's held now like eighty some of eighty three of eighty four service games. But Mike, I'm with you. Based on the price, I couldn't lay the number with Barty. Collins is very capable of winning this matchup. But will Collins be able to do with Barty's second serve what she did with Igas Fitek's second serve? Not quite. Not quite. She was belted. <laughs> she couldn't even move to try to return that. No, I thought it was a practice session. It was. I, I thought. Okay, we're gonna. This I thought is a Madison serve. Bringle was serving. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was second serve practice. Yeah, Your job is to hit winners. <laughs> we're just gonna sit here, baseline winners. Come on. I'm looking forward to this. This match, is gonna be a great, be a great match. match. I'm gonna tell you right now. At the Aussie Open, it worked out great. On the men's side, the one and two who were there, which we're expected without Novak. This is exactly mm-hmm. what we wanted. Uh, and then on the women's side, Ash Barty's been playing tremendous, and Collins has been the best player outside of Barty in this women's tournament. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Obviously, we've seen Collins' money. This was five dollars yesterday. Oh, Barty, it was. Barty okay. down to four ten. Yeah, not, no surprise. <laughs> not surprising because what would you really make the number on this match? Two seventy. Hmm. And, Three dollars. And, and you laid one seventy five Barty to win the win tournament. tournament. Yeah. yeah. Well, before the semis. Correct. correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, my plays here. Let's start out. I'm going to for two units. I'm going to take a six and a half point NFL teaser. Them all. Uh, I'm going to tease. The Bengals, the Chiefs down to a half, and I'm going to tease the 49ers up to 10. I don't know how to play that 49ers game. I think it'll be a great game. I don't really just want to lay the money line on the Chiefs. Um, if it was six and a half, I'd play them. I still like them at seven, but I think this is the best way to attack it. I also like the second game over, although it's not in the playbook. I think there'll be points playing in that dome in the 49ers and Rams game. And then two one-unit plays, talked about it earlier. I got them on a pick on the overnight, but now it's two in most spots. Boise State against Fresno tonight. And then this is Sunday morning in the Africa Cup of Nations. This is soccer. Senegal and Equatorial Guinea. Get this number now at two. It's probably going to drop to one and a half. Um, two of the quarterfinal matches are one and a half. Two of them are two. You've got to lay the juice here. 155. Equatorial Guinea played their uh, round of 16 match 0-0 to penalties. Senegal scored two, but it was after a red card against Cape Verde. Oh, I thought you were going to say get this number now before a civil war breaks out. No, I mean, come on. Not, not jokingly though. Six thousand people were trampled to death know, before the Camer- Cameroon yeah. match. The host country um, trying to get into the stadium before the game. So very tragic there. But if, if you've been following along this Africa Cup of Nations, uh, it's it's a thing. If you like unders in soccer, it's a thing of beauty. Well, you you and I, this is what we love. Look, I'm mad. I forgot yesterday the U.S. men's team was playing. The national team. That number was three. Them all. They would have had of one four nothing. For you to lost that. I bet it two and a half under end game at a little bit of a plus. But I mean, U.S. men's national team never change, please. <laughs> never change. Big match. Don't be a hater. Big match. Please, one time in my lifetime, win the World Cup. That's all I want as a sports fan. Please. Big match Sunday in Hamilton, USA, Canada. Starts same time as the Chiefs game, noon on Sunday. We're taking care of business. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, I'm all I want to talk a little bit uh, hockey here. A little bit of hockey futures. We haven't talked a lot about hockey. Um, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and Stanley Cup odds. Let's take a look at the Eastern Conference right now. I don't know if you watched much of the Knights game last night against Did four. Not. The total was seven, by the way. How did I miss that? That must have got bet up. It must have been six and a half when I looked in the morning. Game finished with two empty net goals in the last 45 seconds. Finished 4-1. That game was 2-1 until until they pulled Leonard. And they all they didn't pull him until 110 left in the game. They had full control of the puck with 205 to go and didn't pull him. 
in, wow. in the offensive zone. It was a little surprising, and then they scored. This team is so fast. Florida, and without a lot of big stars, but boy, do they create offense. They're 4-1 to one to win the Eastern Conference. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, uh, a friend of mine took them about a month ago at 8-1. to one. I, I'm not as big of a believer in the Panthers when we get to the postseason because it becomes a more of a defensive game. But this team has played well, sitting there at 65 points. You know what uh, the Panthers have in common with us? South Florida is talking about as much about the Panthers as we do on this show. The Lightning, also in the Sunshine State, two-time defending Stanley Cup champions are plus 425, as well as the Maple Leafs. I'll pass on the Maple Leafs at that number. These are the odds again to win the Eastern Conference. I wouldn't take the Maple Leafs either. I still think Tampa is dangerous. And my concern is, can you make a run for a third consecutive year to win a Stanley Cup? We know just it, it becomes taxing and wears you out. But when we get to the playoffs, we know how tough this team is. Do the Panthers? Um, do the Panthers have the goaltending to go all the way? That's think, the question mark yeah, to me. Yeah, I think that's the big question mark to me as well. And when you look at this team right now, uh, Bobrovsky's been outstanding. But I'm going to tell you right now, Mike, I don't believe in Bobrovsky when the chips are down when we get into the playoffs. Okay, let's take a look at the uh, West. I want to mention the Rangers. I think the Rangers are worth a play here. I bet them at 25-1 to 1 to win the Cup. They're 11-1 to 1 right now. We've seen what Gerard Gallant can do with the team. I'm a big believer in Shesterkin. I thought this team was a year away. Their year might, might be now. Uh, that's the only future I have right now are the Rangers. Uh, and then I have a future on the Blues to win the Central as we take a look at the Western Conference. Let me tell you something here. Vile Husso is out playing Bennington in a major way here, and he might be the story of a young and up-and-coming St. Louis goaltender like we saw with Bennington. Bennington right now is riding the bench. He's been bad. And rightfully so. He, has, as you alluded to, hasn't played well. But want to go back quickly to your Islanders, I mean, Rangers play. Mm-hmm. You talked about Shosturkin. Uh, George Gev is good enough. But you look at this team, Panarin, Fox, uh, Zabanajad. They've got guys that can score. They can do things when they need to. I think this team's dangerous. I don't like the Blues at 11-1 out west. I, God, Colorado's too short of a price. Colorado, I'm all by the way. I know you haven't been betting a lot of hockey, right? Yeah. They've won 17 in a row at home. At home, I know. They had a couple of 34. Well, Britain, our producer, had the Avalanche the other night down 3 1. And I yeah. said to him, I said, I should have taken a shot with the Avalanche at plus 1,200 down 3 yeah. 1. Yeah. Colorado does what Colorado does. They score two goals. Kale McCarr gets a game winner in overtime. And the Avalanche at home, huh? Yeah, of course. It's like the guy that goes to the track four hours early. He studies the form and then comes up with a 3 to 5 shot. <laughs> I mean,. That's great. That, that's great here. Uh, I, I'm not a huge believer in VGK. Minnesota flying a little bit under the radar. Yeah, but they, look, in the playoffs, they don't defend as well as they should. This team could be better defensively. I, I don't like them. I'm telling you right now, I'm still going to give you the Flames at 12-1 to to win the West. Okay. Let's switch to the NBA today here so we can, uh, all the flavors covered here. Uh, <laughs> Lakers got trounced in the city of brotherly love last night. That game wasn't even close. Um, and now the back-to-back here, they go to Charlotte, the Hornets, lane eight. Yeah, I expect LeBron to play. Didn't play last night in Philadelphia. 76ers get there easily on that one. But here's the problem with L.A., and this is why you're seeing such a big number. LeBron, game-time decision. Russ, game-time decision. A.D., game-time decision. Kendrick Nunn, game-time decision. Uh, or, excuse me, he's out. And Malik Monk out as well. Uh, Gordon Hayward out with COVID-19. Kelly Oubre out. So, big number here. Don't want to lay this number, even though the Lakers are on a back-to-back. Okay, Um I'm gonna give you a play here. Agree or disagree? I'll take the I'll take the Clippers plus seven or seven and a half tonight in Miami. I had a feeling you were looking at that game. Yeah. Um, Clippers won two in a row. They had a big comfort. Starting to behind. play well. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Washington blows a 35 point lead doesn't mean you're playing well. They were up like six with 12 seconds. Or I mean, there was some ridiculous finish at the end there. I think they were up nine with 31 seconds. They were Luke Kennard from Ohio via Duke hits a four point play. Mr. Shooter himself. It's the four-point play, and they get the come-from-behind win there. Uh, 
I, I'm not touching this game. No? I might take a little small piece. I, I'm tonight. telling you, I still with the NBA in, in play when numbers are inflated and then second halves. All right, folks. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your championship Sunday. We'll know the Super Bowl teams when we see you again on Monday. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.